0: So we are sitting here with Dr. Marlise Maas uh, who is a postdoctoral researcher at um, the Center for Social Psychology and Development at KU Levin uh, in Belgium. So thank you so much for being here with us. Thank
1: you very much for inviting me.
0: Of course, of course. Um, So can you tell me a little bit about what you research?
1: Um, I study loneliness in adolescence. Um, and within that, I do several more specific studies, um, partly focusing on the measurement of loneliness and partly focusing on meta-analysis. I focus on eight different questionnaires. For children, I think the most often used one is the Children loneliness scale, hmm. um, but it doesn't capture emotional loneliness a lot. It's more focused on social loneliness What's the difference between social and emotional learn- loneliness? Emotional loneliness is more the feeling that arises when you, um, you feel you miss a more close connection. So someone you can really tell everything to that really understands you, that's always there for you when you need help. And social loneliness is more when you miss uh, a network of relationships. So if you miss someone, you can ask to take notes when you miss a class or to hang out with, to do fun stuff with.
0: When we talk about the health consequences of chronic loneliness, are those health consequences from emotional loneliness or social loneliness?
1: Health consequences are for both emotional and social loneliness.
0: And what's the most
1: surprising thing
0: that you've learned about loneliness?
1: It's a difficult question. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I started the research, I, I basically didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. So when you start investigating and reading other literature, it did surprise me that so many youth experience loneliness, mm-hmm. but also that there's so long lasting and strong effects on both mental and physical health. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not a nice feeling, but that has so, such large consequences that that was surprising to me.
0: And so when you look at loneliness in adolescence, um what do you find is the predominant reason for why they're lonely
1: there are many many reasons and that makes it also really hard to come up with one solution it also, also depends on are you emotionally or socially lonely do you miss a very very brush friend, or do you miss a group of people to hang out with mm-hmm. um, is it because you find it really hard to start a conversation with someone or um, do you think it's hard to open up or are you opening up too quickly or maybe you're seeing the, the world a bit too negative? Maybe it's, it's, not more, it's not about your skills but more about your view of the world or how your cognitive biases.
0: Do you find that um, people get less or more lonely as they age? There's some research that
1: suggests that there's a peak in the old, old range the older olds, um, and among adolescents, and that suggests that it's it's not a linear trend. Mm. So there are more peaks, um, but there's also research that just suggests that there are peaks in transition phases, so that can be early adolescents when you start uh, secondary school, for example, but could also be first-year students, mm. could also be en- like the end of the 20s, beginning 30s, when you start a job, a new family, those kinds of Transition phases, thing, I, I think, make you vulnerable to experience loneliness.
0: Have you found that there are some solutions uh, that you find more effective than others for adolescents?
1: So, if you have trouble with social skills, if you practice that, maybe that helps. But if that's not the source, if there's no problem there, then it won't make sense to, to practice it. It depends on what someone is missing and where. Those feelings come from what you can do best. Um, and I think there's a difference between what you can do to prevent to become lonely or to be to prevent letting it become worse um, or help people that have been chronically lonely, like years after each other. Yeah. Um, and especially for this chronic lonely group, um, I think most studies show that just putting them together, or just having two people do an activity together, is not the most effective thing to do.
0: So, what what is more effective than that for the chronically lonely group?
1: It's cognitive behavioral therapy, for example. There are quite some chronic, chronically lonely adolescents. They expect more quickly that that they will be rejected, um, or they think if they got invited to a party, that's not because they are nice persons, but more like coincidence. Um, And that research suggests that you really have to uh, pay attention to those thoughts and to those yeah, patterns or negative patterns um, and change them before anything else will help. So the two,
0: um, I guess, solutions that I think you've mentioned are um, kind of developing social skills and then also kind of critically looking at your thinking patterns and trying to understand um, if they are negative, how much you attribute social relationships to your own personality versus chance. Are those the kind of the two camps that you would say that that the solutions are
1: in? There's most evidence at this moment for those two lines, but um, most evidence is also from adult samples. Mm -hmm. So there is really a lack of um, studies focusing on adolescence
0: and what do you think is the the evolutionary reason for why we feel loneliness
1: loneliness actually is adaptive um, so they often compare it with hunger and thirst and it's good that it can feel lonely because it um, signals us that something is missing thirst uh, signals us that we need to drink something and loneliness tells us there is something wrong in your social relationships, in your social life. Um, And it's a painful feeling. It's not nice to feel lonely. Um, And that motivates us to do something about it, to invest time and put energy in um, trying to make new contacts or trying to uh, deepen or refresh the old ones. Do you feel like teachers have any responsibility to ease loneliness? I think teachers can play a very important role in identifying loneliness and or opening up the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Children and adolescents spend a lot of their time in classrooms. If you feel lonely and it's good if you can talk with someone about it, it's really hard to get out of the negative cycle yourself. Can you tell me a little bit about the big five dimensions? Yeah, that's the study of a recent study of Susanna Bucher. She did a meta-analysis on associations between personality and loneliness. Um, And one of the things she found is that loneliness was most strongly related to extroversion. Um, So if you are more extroverted, you're less lonely. Um, And a positive association with neuroticism. Neuroticism. Yes. And, and how do you define neuroticism? the opposite of being emotional stable. You're more triggered by events or stress around you. And Not so sure.
0: loneliness is related to um, how introverted you are, basically. Positively yes. correlated with how introverted you are um, and how neurotic you are. Yes. And so what happens to the introverted neurotic people? Are they just... <laughs> doomed to this,
1: <laughs> this feeling. <laughs> it's an association, it's not that all introverts are lonely. Sure, sure. Yeah, the idea is that um, extroverted people are more um, outgoing and more, um, more quickly make contact with other people or seek other contacts.
0: So do you feel like um, this is something that's understudied? Loneliness as a
1: whole, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot we don't know yet, Um, but the field does increase very rapidly, and so there's good hope, I guess. What we want to know at this point as well is what can we do about it, Um, and there is much work to be done.
0: What do you think is one of the things that you are most curious about with loneliness that you wish there was more research into?
1: So many things. One of the the bigger and and, and very relevant question is um, what makes people become chronically lonely? Like feeling lonely is, is not a bad thing. It's really good that you are able to feel lonely, but if it's, if it endures when you cannot escape it or get out of it again, then it becomes really bad for your mental and physical health. Um, But at what point do people go one way or the other what, what makes it that some people get out of the stroke and others stay lonely um when we know that point and the reasons for that i think that's a very important point in in, in the trajectory where we can prevent things from getting worse
0: that's a very wise point to, to study so thank you so much uh thank you dr Mas. i appreciate it very welcome <laughs>